deeper down the rabbit hole. Saturday, 6 p.m., live in Toronto, Ontario, at the Queen City Curio Occult and Spiritual Store. Hey, hey. Well, I have been muted. Why okay. have I been muted? I'm not muted. No, I can hear you. Welcome. I can I can hear you. You know, this this software, like I I don't have that much going on here, and I'm I'm clearly not at the center right now because we'll talk about that. We were gonna have uh Matt Aaron come on. It looks like there was some scheduling difficulties, and I'll take the blame for that. So if you're watching and expecting him, well, well he's Mastering Witch, Mastering Magic is a pretty good book. It We're is. We're not going to talk about it. I mean, there's a lot. I felt like overlapped Hands on Chaos Magic, which is behind mm -hmm. me, even though my screen now is like frozen a little bit. Uh, some differences because the book was written 10 years later, but yep. I thought it was a similar purpose. Now, granted, like the reason we had trouble scheduling, although I we did reach out to him beforehand, is I we just didn't confirm. Probably mm -hmm. messed that up a little. Uh, uh, it's because I got COVID and now I'm quarantined again. And I was pretty, you are. well, I think I'm doing pretty well. I'm not in the hospital. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is a good thing, sir. You are not in the hospital. <laughs> I know. I mean, my magic to keep myself out of the hospital is pretty good actually. Yeah. Yeah, it is proof in the pudding, right? I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I actually had weird occurrences the whole time uh, that Zach is my Chinese medical doctor. And I've had weird occurrences with COVID. I mean, some normal, like you get the cough and stuff like that. But some actually kind of odd experiences, like where my eyesight got better. I'm having a lot of problems with the video, so I apologize in advance for that. I'm not sure what's going on with the video. A little bit laggy. A little bit. It is. Sure. I'm not sure why. Yeah, it's even laggy on my end. So it just might be melon. It just mm -hmm. might be. The days of uh, melon might be might be dying soon. Uh, might be dying soon because uh, yeah. So to bear ambles, I did not get reinfected before I was quarantined because I had a close call, and I left. And I totally, I totally didn't get COVID from. You did. You you were clear. You were clear. Right. But then, but then I got COVID anyway, and I'm not sure how because I actually wear masks and I don't go out. Yes. Yeah, so I think I got phenomenon. COVID the same way you got COVID, bro. Yeah, it might have been. It we might suspect. have been. We suspect. <laughs> we suspect that we both got COVID from Zach's apartment, which... Ventilation. Doesn't have good enough ventilation. Yes. Between units. Um, I suspect he got COVID, and then I got COVID there, too, because I was staying with Zach, because I'm like, well, guess what? All Everyone in my house has it. So yeah. I'm going to go where there's no COVID, and that was probably a dumb idea. So, yes, we're having lots of video issues with... Uh, Can't even see the video right now, even on my end. Like, my tab's frozen. I don't know what's up with Melon. Melon, the internet? It could be a, you know, Russian DDoS I, I, I do. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it is laggy AF. On my end, so and that's me even, not even like viewing, right? right? We both have gigabytes, so it's kind of like what, what, what? Yes. yes. Sometimes I also wonder because Google just did a release, and we never know. 
they if break that's there. causing or not. So if you are playing a deeper down the rabbit hole drinking game, you have several drinks. Slow video, you know, guest not, not showing up. You know, let's sit, let's keep going. If this was like, you know, maple whiskey, dead already by the beginning of the show. Um, yeah. But I think what we can talk about is like actually some of the things we were going to talk about, but we just won't reference uh, yes. the book because we have a policy, official policy, you know, live radio stuff happens. Happens. And we basically have a policy to not talk about an author's material if they're not here. And that includes mm-hmm. when auth- other authors raise other authors' material to either challenge or talk about it. We try to steer them away from that since they're not here. And that's sort of like there's too it's too easy to have misunderstandings yep. um, and not work it out in real conversation when you actually do that. And that's not what we're going to do because um, we don't need a witch war. We don't. Except for one particular aspect of things that we will get into a witch war. So if you personally believe that you can't do an evocation or an invocation until <laughs> so you are a third degree high priest of in a whole country um, and then want to go around and say that all everything you possibly teach or otherwise any skill should be free, you're probably not a friend of our store, us, or any magicians I know. True that. I'll just, True that. I'll just say True. that right off the bat. Like, magic's a skill. We spend a lot of time actually learning magic. You know, magic is free is, is a nice concept until you spend, I don't know, I don't I don't know how many thousands of dollars did our library cost to build that we like opened uh, up. Although the fact is our library lost. is free. <laughs> so now I'm being counterintuitive, but Well you're not. I mean, really, for the library, it, it's for our sponsors and it could be as a minimum it's of ten dollars. It's not for our sponsors though, bro. The sponsors can actually take out books. Yeah, but they take out books. can come here and actually go look at the books. Oh yeah, they can totally look at them. sitting grabbing a chair. We're not going to kick them out. No, they can read the books while they're here. Pulling it out is a sponsor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's just like having a credit check. If someone in the street's like, "Oh yeah, let's check this out," we'd be like, "And some books you can't check out, like the Hyatt books." On Hyatt books ain't going out. Nope, you're not leaving the store. But you can actually see the actual Hyatt books here. And then, then I got recently. We're always buying books, like so. This idea that everything should be free. I'm just. I'm not a fan of it. Like, no, and actually, a... Reiki, when we have a Reiki program, Yasui Sensei was not a fan of this. So, well, like, because basically people think you're, what you have is not worth anything. And that's pretty much the whole modern society in a nutshell. I mean, really, it is. It's the whole, the whole modern society is everything is free, you know? Yeah. And it's more about change. More about change. Well, it has to be about exchange, right? I mean, if you're a third degree, you have to be a third degree and no one can get to be third degree and you never summon spirits because it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. First of all, I've said this before. It's not like paganism is a mainstream. It is mainstream, but it's not like it's the majority religion. So what's your, why would people go to this alternative religion with alternative gods if they weren't getting something right, right away some real experiences right and, and plus that like all of the magical stuff when you get away from it being 
super religious and then get away with the politics of religion and domination which is what's going on it's domination control and what i consider unethical behavior in this particular case what you get out of it is no fair exchange and nobody with real skills and there is a real skill set that um, they magic works more like a technology oftentimes like yeah. you can get more it's more like a martial arts than technology you can you got right technique plus right skill and right practice equals good results in most cases. I don't know. There's an arguable point. You want to argue with me, Zach? Well, there's no real argument on that, right? I mean, it is chop wood, carry water. It is a skill set that you're developing. I mean, 10,000 hours minimum for mastery well, and competence. Right. I don't think you need 10,000 hours, though, to get most spells, get a basic level spell working. Like, I think you get a lot no. less than that. I mean, this is consistent with the the core mastering magic and, and spell casting book, too. I mean, like, even though we're not going to talk more about it, it's really close to what they're talking about. Like, this chop wood, carry water, these basics add up well, iteratively. Absolutely. It's like, you know, it's, simple things like doing daily cleansings. Adds I, up. I, everyone poo-poos that, but I mean, it's really like, I don't know. Think about it. Like, you change your underwear every day, right? Take, I mean, change your underwear. Somebody is take a shower, you wash your hands. Well, somebody's <laughs> like, going to tick you off during the day, right? And yeah. like, if you believe in any hermetic axioms, it's pretty simple. Like, if you believe in the chakras, if you believe in the meridians, you believe in hermetic axioms. Like, okay, if that energy agitation's there in you, you're building agitation into your world. And then next mm -hmm. thing, that's going to build more agitation around you. I mean, that's the simplest explanation for these kind of ideas of why do you cleanse every day? Well, because you don't want that to spread into the world and then make a feedback cycle. I mean, a loop cycle, basically, like where your body is agitated. It's drawing agitated energy to you. Agitated people come around you, which agitate you more. And then you basically get more agitated until it goes to a more severe uh emotion like anger and then that trigger that goes into other severe emotions like depression or anxiety or whatever combination it is i'm like and then basically then the your whole cognitive structures change at what state of cognition and emotional reactivity you're at so like even what you think is logical is usually not it's usually based on this internal concept well, where you're at we call it energy, but you could leave that term on side and say mm -hmm. energy is a model for the subconscious mind. There's right. a controversial statement I just made. Yeah, but that's our general take on things, right? I mean, you and me both. Through well, I don't think it is a model, right? I think it's a a model implies that it is just the subconscious mind and you're talking about energy, but it's really just psychology. But right. really, I think it's more like correlated processes so like your body puts out energy all the time that's basic chi theory yeah. your subconscious mind regulates and is basically the sort of conceptual internal conceptualization of the body more or less that's a gross simplification but basically any change in subconscious mind or change your energy will thus change Anything changing your energy, which is the energy field around your body, changes your subconscious mind at a one-to-one -one basis. Yep. Is that about right? Give a more complicated, but not saying it's exactly the same, but it's, you know. No. 
I mean, it is on the point that this is easy segue into, well, the mantra workshop you're having tomorrow, right? Well, it is, kind of. So if someone's actually doing a basic uh, energy technique at that point, the ripples start to change and everything else starts to change around that. It is. I mean, that's the basics of hermetic magic, right? That's the mm -hmm. basics of... I mean, it sounds bad. It sounds like so simple, but, you know, we had this whole discussion with the, our, our whole Reiki students and some of our Reiki students recently, yep. and they argued with you about this. That they did. Right? <laughs> that because they did. They did. They argued that they're perfectly fine, and we're like, that's not possible. No way. No. Reflections in life say otherwise. Yeah. Conditions in life say otherwise. Like... That's the thing. If you're able to have perfect chakras without, and you're worried about rent, you're not actually calibrated to your chakras. It's just true. It's just, this isn't an insult. It's just the truth. Like, right. If you are unable to, I don't want to say have physical pleasure because that sounds so naughty, but I mean, like, it's not just sex. If like simple physical stimuli give you no pleasure at all, you're probably in your head and your sacral chakra is probably messed up. It's yeah. just true. Like there's no way that this is not happening. Like, and the, the idea is like, cause you see it, you visualize it and you go through the exercises. It's true, but your body says it's not, it's yeah. not. Um, willpower is a little bit tougher, right? Cause willpower is a mental construct, but it's not really right. Willpower is sort of a fortitude measure in a way. Yeah. Like, so you can almost measure it of like, what's your first response? Like when stuff goes sideways, okay, is your first response, fuck it. Well, if that's your first response, that's, you know, that's certainly not your willpower chakra is certainly not all in, right? Like it's, it's having issues. So if you visualize it and it's perfectly circular, like a golden disc and you're like, awesome, mm -hmm. that's not real. Like it's actually not true because yeah. basically you know by the inner reaction in your body that it's not true and that's what all these basics basics are getting to they're like it's multifaceted like making sure that everything is calibrated to where you're actually at and that yep. basically that's more honest it's it easier to easier to actually make it make magic happen when you're being honest and I think yeah. maybe that's the thing we, we should focus on in this jam session is most people are dishonest with themselves. And that's not an insult to everyone. Most people want to believe things are okay. They well, want to right. believe everything is perfect and everything is good in the chakras. Everything's good in the meridians. Everything's good when they map the tree of life. But what's the point if it's not a diagnosis tool? Well, yeah. I mean, that even talking on that point, we could go into so many different directions well we have 40 I mean, minutes it, bro <laughs> absolutely so this is where i mean i would look at that and say well one it's most people want to put their head in the sand and say eh, everything's perfectly fine and this goes back to the honesty point but if you're not diagnosing the world through the tree of life through the chakras through the meridians whatever you want to use as a map at that point it's going to be what's the point of doing that because it's wishful it's wishful, it's wishful thinking. It's fantasy. Just like having a whole organization that is using social control to prevent people from communicating with spirits um, 
from a spiritual magical point of view that is horrid right like from an actual yeah. magical point of view oh, if you were spent two months with us like you would be doing invocations like yeah and they would be safe and they would be successful two months if you just came around the store and volunteered to clean you would get yeah, enough to like do yeah, actual you, you, you invocations, invocations it's true like it is we've tested this multiple two, times two months you'd be able to like out evoke i don't know not the majority of people but the majority of book people you'd be like i got this i know how to do it now yeah we've even to the point of goetia no ex magical experience to goetia three months it wasn't yeah. that even that bad it was sort of like it wasn't every day they were here either no they picked it up was enough. Like once a week it was once right. a week so you're gonna tell me like 10 years people can't get enough information against spirit like that's lit legitimately calibrated to the way magic works in the world what kind of hellscape world is that that's worse like okay well we might not live in a high magical anime world but that's some horseshit level world no. <laughs> like, <laughs> at that point it's like going to work welcome to groundhog day it's like why bother that's well what... i would argue that i mean both cases like if you're not getting magical results you know refine the process or get some coaching to get it down like i'm we're not the only coaches a lot of good coaches no, uh, a lot of good coaches to get your magic back in shape but still you get a higher professional to fine-tune it you know or, or something to help you kind of see the blind spots that should be perfectly okay you know or on the flip side of that if you're seemingly getting awesome internal magical results where you think everything's okay and life doesn't reflect that again you got to recalibrate that right because it's one of these again the axiom of microcosm macrocosm it might not right. be exactly a full switch on the macrocosm but you should see ripples that things are changing you know you might be able to change your inner state and not see the external state change right away what? although like that's surprisingly how fast the outer state can change mm -hmm. sometimes uh, but it should show ripples that it's the dam is breaking. There's a whole inertia that you have in the life system, like as in the whole system of our realities with social context and interchange. Usually the first place you'll actually see a successful ritual that changed yourself as slightly, even NLP yeah. is in your social network. Yeah. Uh, it seems that's to be it the, yeah. That's where it shows the first people will act weird towards you. They'll ask you if, well, they're not going to ask Zach, did you get a haircut? Because that would just be really, really weird and rude. <laughs> Maybe they would actually just to be rude. Like, did you get a haircut? Haha. <laughs> but still, even people joking halfway like that is saying something's different about you. Why yeah. is something different about you? I'm not comfortable with something different about you. So I'm going to make a cruel comment about mm -hmm. something being different with you. And that could be an energy change or subconscious change, which are changes in energy directly. Yeah. And that's your cue that, that something's going on. That's that's a cue that whatever you're doing is working. Um, because whenever you make a major change, a self-empowerment change, some people got to go. Yeah, they do. Uh, new people will come in your life, but some people got to go because they're sort of holding you, your energy back where you would otherwise be free. And they make it known that they're not pleased with your new energy. They're like, why are you doing that? Like, I don't understand. Like, or... They get hostile to you or they just sort of fall away 
all the things are possible because basically they're sensitive to your the energies and when you change your energy you change the representation of yourself in the subconscious mind or it's challenging that representation and if you're too out of far of sync it gets scary yeah because it forces a change in their reality where they have to reflect if they want to even do that or not well they have to reflect think about you and if they have to think about you they're not thinking about their favorite topic yes themselves <laughs> come on that was good zach it, it is it is good it is good it is the lowest maximum effort right <laughs> really that's how the subconscious mind keeps us alive it's the minimal amount of effort with the maximum amount of gain uh, mm -hmm. for the energy that principle works good to maintain inertia and it's pretty good principle to actually maintain us being alive yeah right? that's okay. why we don't get lost every time we go to work we kind of memorize the set of anchors and cues to actually know the route without knowing the route because it's yeah. energy efficiency people don't understand the brain works off of energy efficiency like a machine so subconscious mind is trying to minimize the thought of every single mm -hmm. deed to minimize the amount of sugar consumption which sounds really weird even though like some of us like myself are overweight a little bit it sounds really weird to say the brain wants to minimize the sugar consumption but this is how we evolved and yeah. so even magically speaking like what is it doing is, is it's trying to minimize thought every single time that's a brain feature not a bug actually yeah and so when magic starts happening and people get into alternate trance states what's that do to the brain that right right it messes with your own brain but the mere fact your energy has changed it messes with other people's brains because they start going they might not have a word for it like people don't everyone thinks that only certain people are psychic but most people have a fair amount of psychic ability yeah they just incorporate it with cues in body language they incorporated a holistic the psychic ability with a holistic approach to what they're paying attention to so i mean you can test this and see that it's not just the physical senses by yeah. doing double blind studies and the double blind studies look something like okay well put somebody in one room put somebody in another room have them think about emotion and you know a lot of times you know and you have the other person think about the other person and they can usually describe the ballpark right we yeah, all have different words for the emotions that the people are feeling but uh they can get in a ballpark you know even yeah. a little bit better ballpark than good or bad right they can get in a ballpark of happy you know confident you know like sad anger like the real core emotions but even that's sort of getting to a pretty good double blind method of kind of testing oh well, yeah and there's been a lot of studies on that. I think MIT actually did a few, and they put them on opposite spectrums of the university campus to even right, get further. Right, right, right. So the only thing you know at that point is you don't know what emotion the person's feeling, but you know that they're going to feel an emotion. Mm -hmm. And there might be no emotion, might be neutral too, a neutral emotion, which would be for MIT a blind, double blind uh, yeah. at that point, because you have a spatial thing and you don't know what emotion's there, and there's a control group. Yep. And it's not always 100%, but it's statistically valid, which means it's probably over 75% mm -hmm. that people are in the right ballpark. Again, like weird stuff. Oh, and people don't have to know each other. 
that's other that gets weirder because you could make some sort of biological imprint but even that's yep. a tough sell when there's you're on a different side of campuses um yeah like some sort yeah. of pheromone answer is really hard across campus like even then you're like well well how does that happen across campus with no camera Right. There's no body cues. So you can't test it. But the whole point is that we holistically use our psychic senses and physical senses at the same time. And, you know, like it's it's tough because that's why people dismiss magic, actually. You know, if someone's walking around more confident. You could say, well, there ain't no energy thing here going on because, because they're confident. They're right. just confidence. Right. Yeah, that's it. And right then. Right. People are more likely to be around confident people. It's just a contagion effect from the emotions and mirror neurons. I kind of wanted to go on a little bit of side of the, some of the studies that are actually were done to say that right. no, there is actually an energy effect too. But when we're in public and we're working with people, generally it's the holistic whole of all the psychic and physical senses that will tell you something ain't right with this person. They're not in line with the previous story that you had about that person. and what changed? What changed? What changed? What changed? The easy answer is if it's easily dismissed or people are not very good friends is, oh, you got a haircut. Right. Did you lose weight? Okay. Okay. I got it. Now that's what changed. You have no idea what changed, but you can kind of pick, cherry pick the simplest things and say, well, well it's even, this. Even from a conversation yesterday, I mean, someone was like, knew me a few, like we haven't seen each other for months. And they essentially said, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. They're like, are you sure? <laughs> right? Just even that, because I haven't seen the person for months. And even that was a questionable piece of like, is this your new good? Right? Right. Right. Because they don't know you. Were you pretty good? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. I was. I was like, I was feeling pretty good. I was going to get my Timmy's. Apparently it's roll up the room, which I didn't even know. So. Oh, I'm like, stuck yeah. in COVID land and it's roll up the Timmy's. My life. My life. Oh. Oh, I was pleasantly surprised when I pulled the app. What? I was pleasantly surprised. It's like, oh, it's that time again. Oh, no. I'm stuck in the house when it's rolled to win. Oh, no. Uh, like, you know, if you're not from Canada, roll up if to you're win. Not from Canada, like, you're the only reason you go to Tim Horton, like people, seriously, it's the only reason it's Tim Horton's because you can win all these prizes. But now they made it not fun, actually. Yeah. Like now you just roll up to the window and you're like, oh, please scan my little my and phone. You press and the then, button. Right. You press the button and you're done. Where before you had to like roll it up. Let's roll up your lid and you're like, okay, did I win? You're like, you had to work for it. You had to work, yeah, you had to work for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it yeah. was cool. And now, yeah. I still feel so that, bad about missing it because I'm like, I usually actually win a whole. You do. You win a bunch. I do. Like, I win a lot actually in Roll Up to Win. Yeah, I'll be like, here's another one to win another one. You're like, all right, I'll take it. I got like 10 free coffees this week. Yeah. I mean, there you go. But going I mean, back I to the social pieces, yeah. Well, there's a lot, too, people don't understand. Like, this is where, you know, it doesn't matter how much magical changes you make. If your social environment's truly delimitating, it's going to limit the expression mm -hmm. of your greater magical 
changes. Like people don't want to believe that, but it's true. Well, it's like the running joke, right? When you know, people are like, "Oh, I want to go. I want to get dates," and they may do all this Venus work, but they don't go out of the house, right? <laughs> it's like well, it's, I think it's it's more complicated than that too, right? Like you're doing the basics of magic, right? You say you want to get a new job, but you don't realize that the new job is partially out of your reach because of your boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Because mm-hmm. basically they delimit your, they limit your self-esteem expression. So you can't actually have the confidence to get, right. to do what you need to do. Like, and people don't see those things as correlated, but they are they like, are. like, yeah, if you're getting beat up at, at home all the time because of how stupid you are, because you lost a job uh, or even people like something like that happens. And you know, if that does happen, I'm, I'm really, you know, we're here for you. Like, you know, yep. don't let people beat you up for over that. That that happens now. It happened it before, right? But I mean, the truth is, is that if people start beating you up, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's like, well, there comes a point where you lose your confidence and are unable to do anything about that, right? Like, it's true. Like, it's and then that becomes a self fulfilling prophecy, an anchor, as it were, to your state that gets kind of anchored to the future so you can cast all the magic you want but it's you're working against the own drag of your own self image at that point that is from a social constraint right it could get a lot worse actually when you do a job spell in that situation now this is a hypothetical situation Uh, so if i'm describing anyone's situation personally and they feel called out i'm not calling you out right like it's really a making this up on the fly but it could yeah. be something that basically, you know, losing the job situation has to get worse. So like almost like you have to get kicked out of the house because the relationship has to break and then the job comes right away. Yeah. And that seems counterintuitive, but to get a job, one of the prerequisites in your psyche was that you have to have enough confidence to get a job. And as soon as you remove the confidence toxin, the negative mm-hmm. energy from your like sphere, all of a sudden there's enough room to get a job or the same is true uh, reverse, right? People think a job doesn't affect their love life, but the opposite's also true. Like Absolutely. if a job is destroying your sort of mental calm and your ability to enjoy anything because it's so toxic, then all of a sudden, well, guess what? Guess what? All of a sudden it's going to be hard for everyone to be able to have any sensations of uh of joy so uh what does that do for a relationship there ain't any there can't be any well there could but i mean you have to be pretty sociopathic to be in a relationship with no joy and then just basically you know no history like that's kind of weird yeah that is like then there's some other reason for you to be even doing that yeah i mean This gets into the flipping of social relationships. It's like eh, when you change, your energy changes, the social environment changes, everything has to change across the board. Because right. that's where they, I mean, it goes back to psychology again in some ways, where they, what, I think it's like you're the average of three people you hang out with most or something along those lines. Right. And maybe the magician's are a little buffered by that, a little buffered from that. But still, it's a limiting factor that might be broken by any spell work you actually do. Mm-hmm. Like those three people might change greatly. Yes. But I mean that. I mean that's sad. Like, yeah, that stuff. Like, I actually, I need to rewrite it. But it's all in the shapeshifting class. Like, which yeah. I should start yeah. up a cohort again. Absolutely. 
instead of like the three thousand dollar price if you really want to take it without a cohort that it drops to 300 when i'm actually running a cohort yeah i know Peeps, it's worth it do it do what well, you're listening <laughs> i'm gonna i think i'm gonna rewrite it now that i've actually been doing the show more and seeing the language that other people use i'll just copy the language but my intuition about how magic works has still not been i still think i have a clear idea how this mind body and energy yeah. interface works than most books I've read. Like I might've used really technical language, but I could simplify the language, but I really don't think most people get it. And I, I think most people would actually, the model that I would propose of how this work is somewhat testable through double blind studies. Like yeah. I'm ready for magic to be proven to be real. How about you? Oh, totally am. Totally am. I and mean, that's controversial. Like, we'll take off the mystery parts of this. I still think there's a mystery part of it. There's well, there's, there's always the, a mystery. Yeah. There's the observation. There's the physical neurochemical reactions to magic that I think the body actually has that you can study and that you can produce. And I think those neurochemicals are what makes the energy soup that we can kind of broadcast mm -hmm. out that allows for inner psychic communication cross energy wavelengths like i guess you know yeah. across the but then i think there's a how do you go from point a to b there's the that matters like that arrow from a to b of the subjective experience is a vast gulf sea that describes the subjective experience of most magic that we we could skip that but uh, it sort of matters it sort of matters a lot how you you construct that inner space and how you get from point A to B. Absolutely does. I mean, arguably speaking, into... point B isn't possible to get to without the construction. Well, yeah. And even like, what is the scaffolding? What is construction? Because I mean, that now gets into whole things and segments of the Chinese medicine where there, you have some schools of thought trying to modernize and say it's all electrical impulses. Other ones are saying it's chemical. Other ones are just saying, no, it's straight energy. So. I mean, there's a range of base around I can prove all three of those wrong right now right. with simple studies. Yeah. We can prove the <laughs> we can prove the electrical impulses wrong yeah. right from doing double blind studies like MIT did. Yeah. Right. We can prove the it's just energy and it's nothing else if we have extensive ex extensive lab work on the spline mm -hmm. lab work that we can do when people are doing stuff. So that kind of correct proves the only energy and no other components because there's actually a physical response to energy. There's actually a physical response. And then that also is like how you can disprove the uh, all this energy by the neurochemical, not neural, exactly. but the, the synapses reading things, yeah. synapse firing that you can monitor. So you can kind of disprove every one of those three wrong yeah. <laughs> based on one of the three. And then you can exactly prove sort of exactly what we're talking about, that all three are happening at the same time. Which means there's something called analogs of the system. They are very much like the elephant parable. When three blind yep. men are given different parts of the elephant, they're all describing an elephant, except they can't tell what they're doing because they're blind. So, but they're touching three different parts of the elephant, and there's three different sensations in each part of the elephant. And this is a lot what keeps going on. This is what yeah. science has trouble with, actually. The reason science has so much trouble with these kinds of things outside of systems theory is besides that it's got a materialist bent in a lot of cases mm -hmm. um 
it actually is science's general motto is about dividing into the smallest possible measurable thing and then yeah. conquering it right and when you talk about co-influenced systems it gets a lot harder for it to to follow its normal methodology which is divide to the simplest unit that you can get to and then measure which is a good strategy it's actually made stuff like space travel and cell phones yeah. and microwaves all possible but it gets into a hard strategy in higher mathematics probably hyperspace calculations which is the thing i actually think is going to be when magic comes into play for better or worse is once we can get faster than light travel i think computers are going to fail us and it's going to be intuition some sort of structured intuition but that's just me being a futurist um, but i think realistically though then you also have like even modern medicine getting to this oh, weird yeah. place in some cases where like there's a whole brand of medicine in the United States called integrative medicine, which mm -hmm. sort of accepts that, you know, Chinese medicine and chakra work is real and it actually yep. has real effects. Uh, and that field of medicine generally gets better effect is generally getting better impacts than regular medicine. Now, granted, they're still medical doctors. So yeah. you know what? Someone gets an leg infection, they get antibiotics. They know. Right? Yeah. If someone gets cancer, they're still going to say, well, maybe chemo, right? But then they combine it with other stuff. Like, well, well that's maybe theory. we use acupuncture to mitigate the chemo. So the body is much stronger against the chemo and it's better results. Well, right. Um, I mean, I'd be the first person to say, I've told people this before. I'm like, you have a structural problem. I don't care what needles you throw in. You might be able to get the muscles and things to relax because you're throwing in needles, but a structural problem is still a structural problem. And that right. needs an adjustment. Right, right, right. So there's not like what we're talking about, even at the body levels. It's getting yeah. weird with a lot of medicine now. It like, is. It really is. Woo-woo weird. Not weird in a... Um, they don't understand what's going on, but it's no. it's being forced to re-examine a lot of the sort of Western assumptions about how the, how the mind-body works, mm -hmm. um, which they'll never call magic. No one will ever yeah. use the word magic. In well, it. what's the word um, they use? It's placebo, right? <laughs> well, this goes a little deeper than even that, like mindset, right? extended mindset. I mean, when you actually study meditation, it's amazing how much they know about meditation now um, yeah, stuff that we've been saying for a while mm -hmm. uh, that mystics knew for a while okay the obvious first tier things is meditation lower stress you think i mean that's obvious ones but yeah. it has odd other effects too like if you're neurodivergent or you're you've got like adhd or you've got ptsd you know certain types of meditation actually like strengthen your focus even against those natural genetic conditions or natural cognitive conditions that happen as a result of of life damage yeah and and when we talk about that magically speaking obviously and like it obviously improves magic because you can better focus on what your outcome is but i mean yep. it actually has just generally better than what you'd expect uh, performance benefits on some of these conditions even even stuff like i don't think they call it bipolar anymore it's uh, like dicep i forgot the exact name right but it, it has some benefits if people do right. it religiously not religiously because people go to religion once a month but i mean disciplinedly 
like every right. day it has vast improvements in in how this actually doesn't seem to spiral out of control mm -hmm. yeah i mean the research and feedback that we're seeing it is amazing to see a lot of what would be called hidden secrets previously just out right. there open they are becoming more open um on the flip side of that people are faster to ignore those things right yes like because now it's like we're in an age of sort of disinformation so mm. you know it's it's actually kind of funny because i was reading uh some COVID literature obviously you know because right. well yeah uh, well i got COVID. And one of the things is I was reading Chinese COVID uh, papers. And so I've been drinking a lot of ginger as a result of that uh, reading of Chinese acupuncture. We lost Zach there. I'll just keep going. But I was drinking a lot of ginger and blessing the ginger as a result of reading some of the Chinese paper, which showed a correspondence, positive correspondence from drinking ginger or eating ginger or ginger abstract to reducing lung kind of severity damage issues of covid and instantly was struck by the fact they, they um and that was it like and i saw basically i saw papers right away criticizing that ginseng paper that i'm referring to mm -hmm. because it didn't go into the neurochemical uh breakdown of exactly why ginger could do that and i'm like well that's what you should be doing now at this point is researching the why the yeah. fact that the Chi the fact that Chinese showed a statistical like impact of this with COVID like isn't in fact, that's the kind of level of results you get in a possible weird multi impact system. Like, you know, yes. ginger essence could have a spiritual effect. It could have an energy effect, but when you consume it from the spirit of the plant, it could have a neurological and neurochemical effect and a chemistry effect. So we can have all these effects at once. Right. So you don't necessarily know why the effect is there, but it was double blind. So it means people with placebo, it did better than a placebo, which already has an impact. So again, you read the papers criticizing that. It's like, well, they didn't get down to the point of why. And it's like, well, I think you're missing the point here. There's a lot of studies that are talking about these effects happening, which we've talked about before. Yes. A lot of like medical effects happening that as far as we can read it, and when you read them, they're trying and searching for the term magic. They don't want to use the term magic, but they're searching for it. Mm -hmm. It's like they can't use the term because that's forbidden um, to talk about spirituality by the culture of science. But it's right there. It's like in between the lines. It's the white elephant that's, how is this happening? And you have to come to a conclusion of something like magic, except maybe it's non-linear, chaotic derivation no, units. <laughs> TV agents or whatever, right? You got it. It was a good one. It was pretty good. That was a good phrase. I mean, I'm pretty was good, a good at pseudo-scientific phrases. Right. Read some of these scientific papers, Zach. Really read them, and you'll see people make up words. You know, oh, I know, I know too. they make up words. I've Let's read take them. The time here, here. I'll, I'll put it into scientific language. Here, I'll do it right now. Let's take the time to define a new term. That's the hint. Whenever you see that, like, <laughs> let's take the time to define a new term. <laughs> okay, I mean, you're adding a new word to the language and describing what that term is to describe something. Okay, no magic involved. Nothing no there. Involved, nothing. Just, just a new word. We're throwing it in because you know Shakespeare did it, right? Right. So why not a medical paper? 
Why not? In a scientific journal paper. Let's just go. New words. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, can I only can say that because I'm basically scientifically literate enough to actually well, read right. these papers you, and read You mean both, and, and we read it, and pretty funny. It's pretty it funny. Is, it's pretty funny when they do that. You're like, really? You can't describe the effect per se, so you're going to just put in a placeholder word here and describe what the effect is that you're seeing, and let's leave it at that. Pretty much. Pretty much. Good enough. Ship it. Ship it, put it out on paper, publish it. We're good. We're good. Yeah, it's official we're good, now. We're good. we're good. We're good. We're good. Well, our jam session got us to 652. You know, Park Duax had a question about reinfected with what, you know, COVID. Yeah. I only, this well, is the first time I actually got COVID. It's the first time you I'm doing pretty good, actually. It. You're doing pretty good. Wow. I could talk about that, that I think, I think I wouldn't have got it except. There was some incidences, magical incidences. Yeah, yeah. I think outside it was was pretty good, but then it got a little too choppy in the water, and you know, mm -hmm. I think that's how it is. But I do Logos. think, even oddly speaking, that my eyesight's a little better after COVID. It's a odd, odd. That is situation. an odd situation. Not what you would expect. No, no. And my eye color changed when I got COVID again. Yeah. See, look, it is. Right? It's usually like green, but not like this. No, not like that. You got more of a grayish blue going now. Right. So both, I think, uh, weirdly, like speaking COVID, like got some, had some eye impacts and my eye color changed slightly from COVID, which is a weird effect. Like my eyes usually not gray like this or hazel yeah. um, and gray and blue, like usually. And now yeah. they're like, like weirdly supernatural looking. That they are that they are i know right isn't it like that like look at them like you got the anime like... eyes going man you got the anime eyes going they are i mean it's kind of cool you know i don't have to wear contacts at a con That's yeah that cool, is right? true that, that is pretty cool it's like i'm the ice blade saucer ice make <laughs> i was doing a newer anime but yeah if we're gonna yeah. do ice make let me go take <laughs> off my shirt right ice make show that i know like fairy tale yeah. lore yeah yeah so it's six you know it's We've got six minutes, chat. Yeah, so what, what do we got going on? Well, you got the mantra workshop tomorrow at one thirty. Right, so we're gonna do the mantra workshop if you come to the store again, six oh seven Gerard Street. It'll East. be online. It'll be online. Chinatown. We'll, we'll put it on the big screen TV because I'm in quarantine. So he's in quarantine, uh, but it will but be I'm on still the gonna run the class. I'm still gonna run the class, so we were gonna do a Ganesh Puja. Yep. So instead, what we're gonna do is go over how to use the Ganesh mantra properly. And we're opinionated about this, as an anti-priest opinionated almost. <laughs> Tantra life. Kinda. I mean, the priest opinion is if you say any of the syllables wrong, you curse yourself to damnation to hell. That literally is. You that that is a take and on top of that you get like x amount of years of karma yeah, it's the same as saying you're going to go to yeah. hell yeah the truth is that we think that's a lie too much mm. like we think that uh third only having a few third degrees that can ever do any summoning at all in any official manner for a whole country is garbage i kind of feel yeah. the same about that uh it's nice to get close to the mantra syllable pronunciation because that helps you get the vibration 
better. Mm-hmm. But if you can get the vibration right, it's right. Uh, and then basically, then it's about how to get the vibration throughout your whole body. So yep. that way it's not just a mental exercise. And if you can do that and connect to what in the Vedics say is the fire of the body, it's a lot like doing homework where mantra work has a lot more potency than you would otherwise get. Yep. So secrets will be had tomorrow's workshop. Yes, they will. Tantra secrets, like actual Tantra secrets will be had in tomorrow's worksheet when we work workshop yep. instead of ritual. Yep. Yeah. Then the following week, we have, if you're a sponsor, if you're a sponsor, you can come to that workshop free and it'll be online too. If you're not a sponsor, please become a sponsor. It's queencitycurio.ca. For people who are not watching still, really, you're going to go when we're doing our spiel. Nice. Nice. That's all I got to say. We got to keep the lights on, everyone. So help us out. We have good material. We keep your lights on. Uh, you keep the lights on. And not more than that, you determine which public shows we do and you determine what private workshops we do so if you're a sponsor you have a lot of say we ask our sponsors almost every week what they'd like to see now some things i balk at i'm like i'm not going to do it there's only one thing that i balked at which was astral magic there's a lot of reasons for that mostly because astral magic synonymous with escapism and it takes a lot to not make it escapism yes Uh, but that said after the ganesh mantra work what do we have going on then in the following week well, we have following week we have a workshop with figurine candles for love and emotional work hopefully i'm out of quarantine by then yes. if not that's going to be a hard class to run that's the one i'm running right oh good nice but you do and you should be out of quarantine for the guan yin ritual right because i'll after. be doing ritual like hopefully yes so every week we have something usually on sunday uh if you're a sponsor so there you go we are looking for other people to sort of exhibition uh, show us what you got maybe we'd love to have uh, some we'd love to have some wiccan rituals at the store uh you know if you're a coven you're in the toronto area and you don't believe that invocation the invocation shouldn't happen a third degree why don't you come on down like we have space if you make your rituals to the public maybe we can work something out if you're a ceremonial magician, same. We we just love magic. We Ooh, love having hosts of magic. So, you know, uh, you know, there's times that acupuncture center is open, and there's times when it's not. And a lot of times when it's not, we'd love to see it filled up with actual people doing rituals, and and magic and whatever. Like we're and we're pretty open. Like we, yeah. we do, Croatia. Do, do light stuff, dark stuff, whatever, whatever you're into. If you want to try to do it, like we'll we'll watch if it's really you really have a good talent and 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 it looks good to us they'll work with you to advertise it we'll work to get you get you people there uh because we just love magic like yes, and we, we love seeing really effective magic done of all different sorts even stuff we don't know uh love seeing it just love seeing it so if you're interested in that reach out to us like i said we'd love to have more rituals we'd love to have saturday rituals too it's just a little bit much for us personally to do more than one ritual every two weeks but we love to do it we'd love to have you we'd love to there's a consider open to the invitation to the universe and that'll be backed up in a couple weeks too i think uh but we'd love to have you if you've been like scorned by the rest of the community but you're really talented which there's a lot of people like that who cares come on down let's see what you got let's let's see it you know like you know 
because we like I said, more than anything else, even the authors on the show, and sometimes we get a hiss or miss, or sometimes we're not important enough to show up to, or you know, whatever. We we truly love the magic. We love being a store where people actually have room to do magic, as opposed to just sell stuff. Uh, and the sponsors, you keep the lights on, so thank you. And the sponsors actually help us get those people coming to the store to do ritual, ritual work, which is something that a lot of people don't have room for in their own personal house in Toronto. So, I mean, come on down, right? You know, audition, come on down. We're pretty easy. If you're if you're in, you're truly sincere, chances are sincere and motivated and actually. Uh, really committed to actually doing hard not hard but actually going all in for yourself on the ritual chances are we'll love it yep, yep. The, the rituals we hate are the ones where uh there's god being called where where's the god where's the goddess i don't feel any goddess do you feel any goddess no people who are sincere will be like oh yeah yeah we feel it yeah so come on down i don't know anything else we got going on Oh, we got stuff happening every week, so they just have to take a look at the calendar. Except right? for the big thing going. Well, that's that in a few months. keeps inching closer right? and closer. July 1st. That's in a few months. July 1st. Goetia and Names of Gosh. Yep. At the same time, every two weeks, we're going to do a yep. Goetia summoning through all 72 and all 72 Names of God. So... With that said, if you want in and you want to see those previews, join the queencitycurio.ca backslash become a sponsor or become a member, I should say. And then with that, anything else we got going up? Or we can talk about the next show coming. Next show? I mean, I don't think we have anything else going on besides yeah. uh, living, living, like, I don't even know, like I was going to do something like, I don't remember how the margarita song goes, but I was going to basically sing, you know, just having it in COVID bill. All right. There you go. So All right. There we go. Next show. Next show. So we got Mark Savage coming on next week. So with that, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. See everyone next week. Deeper Down the Rabbit Hole is sponsored by... The Queen City Curio and Apothecary in Toronto, Ontario. Proudly in East Chinatown. Our store is at 607 Gerard Street East. Unit 401. Just take the elevator up to the fourth floor and we're right there. We carry the finest spiritual goods for all spiritual paths. Whatever you are into, we can help you. Check out our full public library of occult materials with over a thousand books. Accessible anytime the store is open. Check us out online at queencitycurio.ca. Be sure to leave a wish at our wish shrine right outside our door. You never know, it may just come to pass.